0: New episodes are added every weekday in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Vision. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media.
1: International Bible teacher and author of more than 40 life-changing books, Dr. Michael Youssef.
2: I am so thankful that the Holy Spirit, who is the author of the Word of God, when those words were written, that He did not take these people into the laundromat and wash them with Clorox and then ironed them and starched them and covered them up with cellophane and then placed them on a pedestal and so that we can look at them and say, oh, I wish I could do that. No, no, no. And I believe there's a reason for that because he wants you and me to look at their failure, to look at their fears, to look at their frailties and identify with them. And so that we can say, if they did it, I can do it. Welcome to Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Yusuf.
1: Hearing how God has used people from very different backgrounds with various skill sets is so encouraging. You quickly realize God often uses the weak and unskilled, filling them with His strength and power. Today, Dr. Yusuf begins a life-changing series of messages called, They Were Just Like Us. It's a look at people mentioned in the Bible's Faith Hall of Fame, found in Hebrews, and how they are just like you and me. Be encouraged as Dr. Yusuf begins today's Leading the
2: Way. One of my favorite verses in the New Testament is James chapter 5, verses 17 and 18. In fact, I love that verse so much, I wrote a book on the whole verse entitled, If God is in Control, Why is My Life Such a Mess? James, the brother of Jesus, looks back into the Old Testament, and he sees what had happened by such men and then he says verse 17 Elijah was a man like us he prayed fervently and for three and a half years there was no rain and then he prayed again and the heavens gave the rain and the earth gave forth its fruit he was just like us he ran away from Jezebel he was afraid he was terrified he was just like us I am so thankful to God, the Holy Spirit, that when He inspired the men and women who wrote the Scripture, I am so thankful that the Holy Spirit, who is the author of the Word of God, when those words were written, that He did not take these people into the laundromat and washed them with Clorox and then ironed them, and starched them, and covered them up with cellophane, and then placed them on a pedestal, and so that we can look at them and say, oh, I wish I could do that. No, no, no. I am thankful to the Holy Spirit of God that this was not the case. I am thankful… And I believe there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that because He wants you and me to look at their failure, to look at their faults, to look at their fears, to look at their frailties and identify with them. And so that we can say, if they survived, so can I. If they succeeded, so can I. If they did it, I can do it. The Holy Spirit of God wanted us. To learn how these men and women from the depth of their despair, from the depth of their weaknesses, from the depth of their struggles. They offered themselves to God in obedience and said, we do whatever you asked us to do. God wants us to know that you can exercise their faith. That you can live by their faith that you can accomplish things that you never thought possible, just like they did. Now, I don't have to tell you that the word faith today, I mean, it's used for all kinds of things, of believing anybody and anything, and and, and even the word faith-based It's sort of used as an excuse for any belief in anybody, and anything, and and it's used in order to not use the word Christian or Christianity, or it's a faith-based. And and the words faith-based just become catch-all. And I believe the Holy Spirit knew that, don't you? And that is why the Holy Spirit, who knew that people are going to make a mess out of that magnificent, beautiful Word. In Hebrews chapter 11, he makes sure that we understand what kind of faith he's talking about. He wanted to make sure that we understand God's definition of faith. He wanted to make sure that we understand the biblical definition of faith. Because faith in Hebrews chapter 11 is very different from this catch-all faith-based stuff. So, the Holy Spirit, before He even goes to give us the examples... Of these men and women, by faith, by faith, by faith, the first thing He does, which is the first thing I'm going to do today, and the only thing I'm going to do today, He gives us a definition of what faith is all about. He made sure that we understand biblical faith. What is that nature of faith that these men practiced? What is the nature of faith that you and I are supposed to practice and exercise Verse 1, it is the assurance of things hoped for and conviction of things seen. You see, the first time he said assurance of things hoped for, somebody may say, well, I hope so. You know, how we use the word kind of very well, I hope it will. I'm not sure, but I hope you're right. I'm not, I hope, no, 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 that's not what he's talking about here. But just to emphasize it, just to make sure this hope is a certainty, is assurance. There's no doubt about it. He said, it is the conviction of things not seen. Ah, hear me right on this one. It is a fact. There is no human being born of a woman, has seen God with their own physical eyes. It is a fact that there are very few people in the Scripture like Moses who have heard the voice of God with their physical ear. There are no human being on the face of the earth have been able to touch with their physical hand God the Father, or God the Holy Spirit, only God the Son. So, what distinguishes between those who believe and put their faith in Him and those who don't? Very simply, faith. You say, well, faith is a gift of God. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. You see, faith, listen to me, it is not giving an assent to certain creeds and doctrine. Faith is not saying, well, I believe certain things about God, or I believe that God exists. No, no, no. Faith is the absolute confidence that the one who promised will keep His promise. Not may, but will. Faith is the absolute confidence that is willing to put everything on the line, including the most precious thing we have, and that is life itself. Faith is the absolute confidence that says, no matter how dark it may look, No matter how bleak it may appear. No matter how long it may take. No matter how contrary to the visible reality it may seem. I have confidence in the one who promised. Because he is able to keep his promise. So here's the important question now. Let me ask you this. Where does this confidence come from? Where does it come from? It comes from the person who promised. Let me illustrate this. Suppose there's a person known to me, who is known to me to be, doesn't have much of a financial abilities. Not only that, that person is always in a financial mess. Not only that, that person is not known to be a a man or woman of wisdom or prudence. Not only that, this person really does never keep his or her word. If that person picks up the phone and calls me, and is a Michael… I want you for this year to go out and buy all the airtime that you need to proclaim the gospel around the world. Well, how am I going to react to that? I'm telling you exactly how I would react. I wouldn't move a muscle. I wouldn't move from my chair. I would never pick up the phone. I would do nothing. But suppose a person that is known to me to be a man or woman of financial means. And this person is known to me to be a person who's trustworthy, a person who keep their word, a person who would never go back in their promises, a person who is absolutely trustworthy, and if that person picks up the phone and he says the same thing to me, guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get out on that phone working 24 hours, seven, buying all the time around the globe that I can get my hand on. I'll be ready to saturate the airwave with the gospel of Jesus Christ. What's the difference? Is the person, is the character of the person. What's the difference? Is the individual who made the promise? You see, there's got to be a trust in the person who makes the promise. Anybody can make any promise. That's the difference. It's my confidence in that person's word. Knowing, before seeing a single dime, before seeing a red cent, I would move by faith because of the trustworthiness of that person. And that's what Hebrews eleven one says. Faith is the confidence in God. Faith is the trusting in God. Faith is the assurance that He will deliver on all His promises. Faith, always able to praise God for the things that you have not seen with your own eyes. Faith is able to thank God for things before they take place. Faith gives you the confidence to act before it becomes a reality. Faith means that you go about, and do things as if it already happened, though nobody else is able to see it. You see, many people profess their belief, but I want to ask some questions. How does your belief change your lifestyle? How does your belief impact your business dealings? How does your belief transform your relationships? How does your belief turn your home into a haven? How does your belief impact your co-workers, impact your fellow students, impact your neighbors? How does it work? Faith, first and foremost, is the ability to take hold of God's promises before they happen. Faith is the eye that sees what nobody else can see. It's the ear that can hear the unheard. Faith is the mind that can conceive the inconceivable. Faith is the heart that longs for the unexpected. Faith is like two people looking at the same object. One can see it all with clarity, and the other one can't see a thing. You say, what's the difference? Oh, one has a mighty, powerful pair of binoculars, and the other one doesn't. And that's what faith is all about. That's what the difference that faith makes in your life, my life. Let me tell you something. I stake my life on what I'm going to tell you. I stake my life on it. The reason why God's people do not give to the work of God sacrificially is because of fear. And fear is the antithesis of faith. Fear is the opposite of faith. And so what God's children have been doing is that they've been living in fear instead of faith. But the day is coming when you got to get serious about faith. Verse 2, for by faith the men of old gained approval. Not by work, but by faith. When I say they were just like us, I mean it, and you will see it as we get going in this series of messages. They shared all of our weaknesses, and even worse, they were like us in every way, but I want to tell you something else. While they were all like us, they knew one thing that most Christians in this 21st century refuse to accept, and that is they knew what honors God and what does not. That's what they did. They knew that. They understood that. They accepted that. They practiced that. The difference between any two believers… It's not how many more sermons one can preach than the other. It's not how one can sing better than the other. It is not how many meetings a person can go to. It's not how many boards one can serve on. It is not how many activities one is involved in, Christian or otherwise. No, the difference is this. It is how much more one takes God at His Word and the other one doesn't. How one says, I see it. Because I believe it. And the other one says, I will believe it when I see it. That's the difference. Beloved, listen to me. If there is a distinguishing mark between believers and unbelievers, it is not activities. It's not what they claim. If there is an overriding distinction, it would be daily living out By faith. I know we are sent out to a world that is so totally focused on the visible. I know that. I know that we are sent into a world that is totally focused on what is seen. I know that we are sent into a world that is so totally focused on the importance of only what could be accomplished in this life. We are sent to a world that is totally focused on pleasing self. We are sent into a world that is totally focused on one's comfort and one's convenience. But we must stand, as men and women of faith, on biblical faith. Not the catch-all phrase of faith, of faith-based. Beloved, whether you know it or not, this is the kind of faith that people Desperately wanting to see lived out, they want to know what it looks like how it 's lived out but here 's the problem for all of us, including your pastor here 's a problem we are not able to show them how because we are more impacted by their thinking than we are able to impact their thinking. We are more impacted by their lifestyle than we are able to impact their lifestyles. We are more impacted by their worldview than we are able to impact theirs. But beloved, if the essence, if the substance, if the heart and soul of faith is obedience, then obedience or lack of it is the only thing that will stand between pleasing God and pleasing self. Obedience is the only thing that will come between living an impactful life or not. Obedience is the only thing that will come between being able to make a difference in the world or not. You see, God said, even in the Old Testament, that obedience is better than sacrifice. Do you know why? because a person can make a sacrifice without obedience oh but you cannot be obedient without making a sacrifice the reason these men and women made the list it was because their obedience led them to sacrifice but if it's a book written right now, that the list has been made, there were other names throughout two thousand years of Christian history—men and women who were literally dipped in tar and let out as candles for Rome, for the sake of Christ. Men and women of faith who gave it all and sacrificed their lives by faith. Countless others could go on that list. As I conclude, I'm going to tell you this. I can never preach on faith without thinking of one of my great heroes. I thank God as a young Christian, somebody introduced me to the biographies of great men and women of God. And I would devour these books and I would read them. And one of my great heroes is George Mueller, a man who had an orphanage in Bristol, England. And there, all of his needs for those boys were supplied through faith alone. Never sent out an appeal letter. Never asked anybody for money. He went to the Lord, and the Lord answered his prayers. Time and time and time again. Not once so that it can be just incidental. Time and time and time again. One morning, there was no food in the house. When I mean that, there's no food in the storage room. There's no food in the kitchen. There's no food on the table. There was no food anywhere to be seen. But he gathered the boys, as he always did every morning for breakfast. And he began to pray. Lord, thank you for this food that we're about to receive. Now, I hate to tell you about this, but it's the truth. I remember when I read that many years ago. I said, man, if I was one of those boys, I would open one eye and look at the empty plate. And I said, no, <sighs> what food are you talking about? But you know that he had, never fin- had not finished his prayer and knocked him on the door? A local baker comes in and says, Mr. Mueller, God woke me up at 3 o'clock this morning. And he told me to bake an extra batch for your boys. Can you use some fresh bread? He said, yes, we can. And so the bread just coming in, hot fresh bread for those boys to eat. And they haven't even started biting into the bread. And a knock came on the door, Mr. Mueller, a milkman. And he said, my cart broke down right in front of your orphanage. And I've got to take it to get it fixed. But the milk is going to go sour. Can you use some milk? He said, yeah, I think we can. And those boys had breakfast that morning. Because of faith of confidence in the one who promised to keep his promise. Beloved, listen to me. The day is coming when only those who have learned to live by faith and walk by faith are going to make it. Are going to make it. And so it is my plea with you today that you say, Lord God, I want to walk by faith and not fear, by faith and not fear. How many of you think that God is honored by this type of faith? I okay, can most of you, but I want to tell you something else that God honors this kind of faith. It honors God, but it's the faith that God honors. Now, beloved, I know from my own personal life what it is like to trust the promise of God and to believe that it is here before it came. I know what it's like in the last 40 years and to see the God of glory Always, always keep His Word. Always. So the question that I hope will haunt you, haunt me, is are we willing to be like them? They were just like us. But are we willing to be just like them? Father, in the name of Jesus, the mighty, powerful God, the one of whom says the Apostle Paul in Ephesians 1, that the very power of his resurrection is working in his children today. The very power of ascension is working in us today. Father, remind us afresh that it is faith that honors you and that you are the God who honors faith. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: You're listening to Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Explore your faith questions with one of our pastoral team members. You can start a confidential conversation at ltw.org slash Jesus. As we often mention, the ministry of Dr. Youssef and Leading the Way reaches far beyond this community. God continues to use media and the men and women of Leading the Way to touch lives across six continents. I've been
0: listening to... Dr. Michael Yusuf over the air for over one year now. I usually don't listen to all these TV and uh, radio messages, but when I started getting into Dr. Michael Yusuf's messages, I really felt it is God sent and God really leads him, and his uh, messages untainted, unpolluted. These days, Dr. Michael Yusuf gives proper manna according to each one's needs personally for me it's very useful i'm attracted by the way he propagates the gospel in the muslim countries especially indonesia where uh, supposed to be um, more than 75 percent of islam i'm really touched by the way the gospel is uh, propagated through him and uh, the way god is using him actually Glory
1: be to God. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Reach out to Leading the Way and learn more of the global outreach of this ministry when you call 1-300-133-589. 1-300-133-589. And of course, click over to ltw.org anytime, day or night. ltw.org. Well, that's just about it for today. But please make a plan to join Dr. Michael Youssef again next time for more Leading the Way.